0: When you hit that play button, so glad you did. So glad if you're brand new, if you stopped and, and said, Hey, what's this all about? You gotta change that show art to to say personal, professional, and leadership development, because that's really what this is all about. Personal development, improving our ourselves, improving our personal productivity, our performance, moving into the the right mental framework, studying. How we are wired. So we make quantum leaps when it comes to goal achievement. So we experience radical personal transformation, radical professional transformation. What does that all mean? You know, it boils down to what we were talking about in the last episode or two. I was talking about vibration and frequency a few episodes back. And last week we looked at attitude and this is so important. And Attitude is important for a couple reasons that I didn't share last week and we'll we'll talk about a little bit today. So it's not really a part two, but I guess they all are connected in some way, shape, or form. So welcome in. Welcome in if you're new. Welcome in those of you who have been here before. This show is for individuals, small business owners, and those in the corporate environment working on improving their professional skill set, working on food improving their their culture and the environment where they work uh, more and more of what i'll be talking about will focus on leadership training success in the workplace success professionally because you know if you look at the, the baby boomers that are retiring and moving out of the workforce and and you know the the supply pool that seems to be dwindling as far as those wanting to step into the corporate environment and pursue management and leadership roles and, and have aspirations for the C-suite, we need to develop that, right? We need to develop that. So we are, we are certifying and working with training programs right now as I speak, as I do the show, that will focus on certifying and training leaders. Personally, we have to become leaders. Professionally, we have to become leaders. It's all about managing our lives from the inside out rather than from the outside in. Living life in a series of reactions, often knee-jerk reactions, right? The ego's bruised, so I'm going to react this way or that way. So that's why we spend some time on attitude here. And we began talking about what are the elements of attitude, because we know that we can go out there and we'll get a hundred different definitions of attitude if we talk to a hundred different people and ask them, right? But when it comes right down to it, we know that element of attitude, our thoughts, words and actions, and to take a deeper dive, we could call those our thoughts, our speech patterns and our behaviors, but back of that, as you know, I'm a metaphysician and I look. The underlying nature of things. I look to cause and effect. What's the cause of all this? Okay, so we know what attitude is. We know the elements of attitude, our thoughts, words, and actions. Great. What's the cause of our thoughts, words, and our actions? Where are these elements? Where did they come from? Where are our thoughts coming from? The thoughts that we have, remember, are, are mostly habitual. Our word tracks, our speech is habitual. Our behaviors are certainly habitual because they're all based on our paradigms, right? Paradigms are a multitude of habits that have almost exclusive control over our habitual behavior. And I say it all the time. We have habitual thoughts. We have habitual words. We have habitual actions that we take or behaviors. And and so what's back of that? And what's back of that? What is the source of that? Where do they come from? What's the underlying nature of our thoughts? our feelings and our actions and our speech patterns. And it's it's all coming from the paradigms, this programming. And where does the paradigm let's keep going, right? Where does the paradigms come from? Where did the programming come from? And I've shared this many, many, many times because this is the work I do. This is important to understand as we move into to to training and we we move into goal achievement, as we move into leadership development you got to keep going back and looking at source. What, what is the source of this? It's so important because most people spend time looking at the results that are showing up. Now look at uh, results. Let's let's look at results that are showing up like a, a, a big bean bag. Do they even have those anymore? I think they do. Big bean bag chair. They used to be popular years and years ago. But you got a big bean bag thing sitting in this room here, and that's your results, right? So when most people want to experience change, and, and again, this is in the in the corporate environment, in the small business, or just in our personal lives, you want different results. What do they do? They go right to the results, the beanbag chair, and they start kicking it around. Right? I don't like this beanbag chair, so they kick it around. It might move a little bit, and probably won't move. Those things are pretty heavy. They kick it around; it shapes, you know, moves the shape. Yeah, it gets shifted in a way for lack of better words and and you know and that's it. We're just all our focus and attention, energy, you know, foot it, is directed at the results. That's what I'm talking about going back to source. What is the source of that that beanbag, the results that are there? What is the source of that? Well, it was brought into the room somebody had a thought i think i want to bring that beanbag chair i i I want to bring those results into my life and sometimes we think about the results that are showing up but most time most of the time most people do not they just say hey look what happened and they don't look back of it they don't take responsibility and realize they were at cause for what's showing up as the results in their life, and again, this is applicable to the individual, the small business owner, and in the corporate environment. So, if you don't like the results, if you don't like the sales figures, if you don't like what's showing up in your environment, you got to go back cause and. And what's cause? Well, the cause is the thought, right? So if the formula is always thoughts plus feelings plus actions equals results, right, we have to go back to to the thought process. And where do the thoughts originate? Well, they come from the programming. They come from the, the paradigms, and they're habitual, and so i don't need to rehash that there's plenty of episodes just go to the website thegenesisfrequency.com and in the little box you know type in any of those those words that i just shared and you can find most likely an episode on that so for the sake of attitude you know we have to go back and 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 we have to examine we have to examine our belief structure again we have to examine that programming we have to examine what is habitual in my thought process. So this involves, you know, maybe unplugging and shutting everything down, right? Turning off the phone and the computers and the TV and all that. And just kicking back and, and becoming the observer. I talked a little bit about the lat- that in the last episode. Becoming the observer and taking a look and say, what, what, what are my habits? And why do I do those things? What are, and, and don't, and I'm not talking just about a habit, you know, I I smoke cigarettes and I drink or something like that. Yeah, those are habits, right? But what are my habitual thoughts? What are my habitual feelings? What are my habitual word tracks? Where did they come from? Well, I think this way and I speak this way because of my belief system. Well, it's time maybe to examine your beliefs. I'm not saying you have to change your beliefs. You know, we have beliefs that we feel very strongly about. That's fine. You know, it takes a whole bunch of, it takes a variety to make the whole world go around. But I'm saying sometimes we believe in things that aren't true, that make up this, you know, become elements, composite structures of our attitude, Right. And, and and for an example of that, we might believe that, hey, we're just not good enough. We're just not smart enough. We're just not pretty enough. We're just not young enough. We're, we're too old. You know, we're, whatever it is, we develop beliefs in those things that are not true. And we form, we start to form patterns around those beliefs. So we have to do some deep digging with this. We have to look at the way that we personally process input because we're always getting input. This goes along with that, doing that backing up and doing that examination. We have to look at how do we process this input when we're making a decision on something. Are we basing our decisions based on what we saw on TV? Right? Right. Remember the pandemic where we made a decision, well, we got to go buy more toilet paper because everybody else is buying toilet paper. Is that how we make decisions? By the, the input and the way we process the personal input? This is happening all the time. And this is formative of the attitudes that are with us day in and day out. So we have to examine all that input. You have to wake up every day without even recognizing that defeat is possible. You have to wake up every day saying, my potential is infinite. You have to start to develop and really work on bringing in your own personal input by choice, by exercising choice, by deciding, by being proactive with this, by taking responsibility for the input that you're taking in. Most people don't do this. They just wake up. I oh, wonder what's going to happen today. wonder what's going on in the world. Oh, let's grab the newspaper. Let's turn on the TV and the radio, and then we'll process this input. We'll either decide to filter it by believing in it or not believing in it. We don't believe in it. We're going to form some kind of internal argument, right? We might even find somebody to argue about it because it steers us up so much. Or... We can choose, choose to disconnect and be selective and proactive in what we want to move into our lives as far as goals and experiences and desires and dreams coming true by personally selecting the input and then processing that. How do we do that? Well, we do, maybe we, maybe we turn on some beautiful music instead of, bringing in that personal input from, you know, the news channels and things like that. And while we're listening to beautiful music, maybe we form a relationship with some kind of personal development or professional development material, either listening to a book or reading a book or maybe just journaling about our thoughts and then examining what we journal and say, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't believe that anymore about me. I'm starting to work on me. I'm taking responsibility for me, and I believe I can do this. Start celebrating you and the goodness that you are. So we have to know that all of our thoughts are input and contributing to our feelings. Our feelings are contributing to our actions, and our actions are contributing to the results that we experience. So we have to watch this. We have to examine our thoughts, our speech patterns, our behavior. Because guess what's next? The attitude and how we process all this input is a contributor to the self-image that we have. And that is so important. You got a poor self-image or you got a positive self-image? And I'm not talking a positive self-image as in a puffed-up ego and living from that. I'm the greatest. Yeah, you are great. But let the ego take a back seat to the real you, to the individuality, to the divine creation that you are, to the light you are. If you've been listening to me for a while, you should be in touch or in tune with your purpose and your passion for life and living. And that's what you're all about. So strip everything else away and start living from that. How can I How can I express that more? How can I more efficiently shine the light on my purpose and passion? So we start to carry this around, this I can, I will, I am as an attitude. I am successful right? I am prosperous. I am healthy and wealthy and wise. I am physical fit. physically fit. So what you're doing is you're pulling on, you're pulling from really the life you would love to live if you're not living it now, or the life you are living and focusing on the good, or you're moving energetically into the dream that I always talk about, into the desired state to the desired emotional state that goes along with it, and to the goal achieved in the corporate environment, and acting from it, being being it now. Remember, it's always be, do, and have, and we have to be it. We're in the process of becoming, so we have to be it now energetically. So we do this, and this is supportive. All these elements are supportive of this attitude. So it's not just, yeah, I got a positive attitude. Well, what does that mean? Go back of it. What are the contributing elements? And look at the input that you're exposing yourself to day in and day out. And then look at that and say, how is this constructing the self-image I have of myself? I have, you know, I have positive thoughts and, and my words to others are kind and uplifting. and 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 my behavior is also kind and uplifting. If we would do some examining, maybe our thoughts, if we could go back back of that, you know we might be doing good things, so you know those are those are our actions. remember, be doing have, we have to do it we have to do that in order, but what are we being internally what is our being is our being is our our thoughts saying that we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, our thoughts saying i'm not it's that internal dialogue i am I am not successful and I never will be, you know, and it goes on and on and on and on. So all these things, all this input, how we process it forms our attitude. And then our attitude is really a contributor to our self image. You know, Max Wilmot, the great book, Psycho-Cybernetics, you know, you had people coming to him with physical features they did not like, but they were so deeply ingrained in their in their thoughts, in their speech, and in their behavior, and their actions, these patterns and programmings were so deeply etched as, as neural grooves and, and consciousness in the brain that even when Maxwell Maltz, Dr. Maxwell Maltz, a plastic surgeon, would correct these deformities, they would, people would still look in the mirror, some of them, not all of them and and just say, oh, I didn't do anything. I'm still ugly, or I still, whatever it is, right? The feature they didn't like, they still saw it, even though it wasn't there anymore. So that's, that's why it's so important to realize that these elements of attitude must be examined, right? Because remember, keep going back. That's the key word for today. Keep going back to source. What is the source of this? What is the root cause? then how can I affect change at the root cause, which contributes to all these other elements that make up the whole? Okay, so in this case, we're looking at the elements that make up attitude, then going, identifying those elements, thoughts, feelings, actions, or thoughts, speech, behavior, going back of those and examining the root cause, right? So we're doing this work because we know we're reconstructing in a way. We're looking at that input and saying, yeah, where did I get that from? I've been rambling on and on about that, my opinion about that for for weeks or months or years or all my life. And that's an element because you, you did what I'm talking about. You're going back of everything. You're going all the way back to source. And that's where you can make the change, right? But you've been doing it all your life. You go, wow, this makes sense. I know I woke up to this. Later in life, I wanted it. I was always in the having or the doing, but I I don't think, go back to source. Go back to thought. Where did that thought come from? Is it based on truth? Is it based on somebody else's opinion? Is it based on something that I heard on TV or that wasn't really in alignment with who and what I am as a spectacular creation with infinite potential? And we buy into so much of this garbage, and, and and that's what's formative. So that's why it's so important to go back to source. And we'll talk more about that because we're out of time for today. We'll talk more about how this all contributes to our, our self-image and how we can make choices around all that. All these elements that contribute to our attitude and to our ultimately our results and our success we can make choices around these. We can decide. Yeah, go figure. You mean I can decide? <laughs> Indeed, that's how some of this stuff started developing and became habits to begin with. But some of it not. We just took that input. We didn't realize how we were wired. We took it in. We got emotional about it. Thoughts, feelings, actions, right? And it was just, you know, the subconscious mind. Can't, can't deny it. Can't reject it. You got emotional about it. You kept thinking about it and became habitual thought. You developed habitual behaviors about it, habitual speech patterns about it, and boom, there it is. Showing up as the result of your experience in your life right now. Go back. Keep going back all the way to source. Usually in our thoughts, but examine where the thoughts came from too. Change your thoughts. Change your life. Change what's showing up in your world. Hey, that's all the time we have for today in this episode. You've been listening to the Genesis Frequency. I want to remind you that I'm inviting you to reach out to me for a conversation about what's going on in your life, as just your personal life as an individual, just moving through life and living as a small business owner or in your corporate environment, whether you're just, hey, want to do a better job of, of showing up every day or you're a C-suite executive and you want to make a shift in co. Corporate culture, excuse me, or or maybe you just want to train those up and comers and develop some leaders and, and move them through a, a leadership development program or productivity or time management program and do all that stuff. I could come in and do a, a talk for you, do a workshop, do some uh, training, get your people certified in leadership development, and and just uh, becoming better at everything we do in life and experiencing the results we want to experience so wherever you are reach out to me successappointment.com gets you to my calendar that opens up in your time zone your website not a sales page successappointment.com strictly a calendar make an appointment let's have a conversation for those of you that want to learn more go to successocean.com lmi-usa you can go there as well but hey It all starts with reaching out and having a conversation. So let's do that. That's it for today. You've been listening to the Genesis Frequency. This is Dr. Cause and Effect, Dr. Stephen J. Kuzmina. And I wish for you an infinitely spectacular day. Bless you.